Welcome to 5x5 Crypto. Each week, we cover the so what of five crypto developments in about five minutes. My name is Afo, and I'm interested in crypto. Like and subscribe on Substack, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. I think you'll enjoy this week's episode. Let's go. It only took five years, but I finally did it. I went to Big Ben National Park over the Labor Day weekend, and the park was amazing. The park is bigger than the city of Rhode Island, and it has really well-preserved dinosaur fossils. There are rivers that have carved temple-like canyons into the ancient limestone, and the night skies are as dark as coal, but spectacularly set alight by shooting stars. It was peaceful, beautiful, and blissful. And yes, there is a cryptic connection somewhere. Stay with me. If only the mountains could talk, they might tell stories of change. Scientists say this region was once a mighty sea, but today it's an arid desert, 500 miles away from the nearest coastline. The climate and the environment slowly changed over time. Today, financial services and technology are changing. It feels like the pace of change is both fast and slow. Look, if you don't pay attention, you might be surprised by the rise of crypto. Let's go into the news this week. So number one, El Salvador, Bitcoin is legal tender. I'll never forget the night in Miami. The air was thick with expectation. Jack Mallers had just shed happy tears as he introduced President Naib Bukele of El Salvador. President Bukele announced that he was drafting a bill to make Bitcoin legal tender in his country. Instantly, the main hall at the Bitcoin 2021 conference erupted in applause and cheers. As the excitement wore down, I quietly wondered to myself, how on earth is this going to play out? Well, we are all about to find out. This week, on September 7th, 2021, the Bitcoin law went into effect in El Salvador. So here's what it really means on ground. So number one, right? All merchants are required to accept Bitcoin in addition to US dollars, which is already the other legal tender. Number two, the government has launched a digital wallet called Chivo, and they're also building out Bitcoin ATM network called Chivo ATMs. Now, these will allow locals to withdraw cash without paying fees. The third thing is the El Salvadoran government has purchased over $20 million worth of Bitcoin. And all Salvadorans were given about $30 worth of Bitcoin each. You see, El Salvador's economy has struggled, right? Remittances, which is basically like the money sent home by Salvadorans abroad, like in the US or Europe, that now accounts for 25% of the GDP. It used to be just 9% of GDP in 1991. Unfortunately, now locals have to pay really high fees to receive this fund. So imagine if a, a person is working in New York and sends home 10 bucks or $100 each month to their grandma, they have to pay really high fees, sometimes $20, sometimes $25. That's crazy. So firms like Western Unions have earned over $400 million in the last year alone just on fees. Now, these are funds that could have gone towards healthcare, education, investments, and so on. So the good news is that leveraging the strike 
protocol, which is built on the Bitcoin Lightning Network, you are now able to have faster, basically instant transfers, and it's free. So that's amazing. And that's a big boost to the economy of, of El Salvador if it's adopted broadly. Now, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. There has been some local opposition. Protesters allege that the new law was rushed without proper consultation from the public. They say that there's a need for more education to understand the pros and cons, the real benefits of Bitcoin. Now, a poll by a local university found that 70% of the population preferred US dollars to Bitcoin. But then again, there's also this point about needing to have more education around Bitcoin. Now, the government has given assurances that salaries and pensions will be paid in US dollars. So people who are worried about the volatility of the price of Bitcoin, that should hopefully put their heart at rest. And so it begins. The eyes of the world are on El Salvador as it hosts basically the world's first Bitcoin experiment. I don't really expect we'll see a stampede of all countries doing the same thing. However, we could see some countries perhaps fast track the central bank back digital currencies. I know Nigeria is trying to do a pilot later on this year. Number two, McDonald's accepts Bitcoin. I'm loving it. So McDonald's, Starbucks, and Pizza Hut, even Holiday Inn, these are just some of the American companies that have operations in El Salvador that are now accepting Bitcoin payments there. The new law requires local companies to accept Bitcoin, but they are free to immediately convert it to like US dollars, you know, if they choose to. I'm now wondering perhaps if the biggest impact of this new law in El Salvador is the journey that international companies, you know, have had to go on to learn how to accept Bitcoin as a payment. And so now I'm wondering, well, will McDonald's or Starbucks, will they, now that they're accepting Bitcoin in El Salvador, could they do the same thing elsewhere? Remains to be seen. Number three, Panama and Ukraine, fast followers. So El Salvador was the first to adopt Bitcoin, but it certainly won't be the last, right? Nearby Panama, which is an international trade and finance center, well, over there, a congressman has introduced a crypto law which aims to, one, provide like legal, regulatory, and fiscal certainty to, the, to use, hold, and issue digital value and crypto assets. By the way, this is not limited to Bitcoin. And then number two, expand the government's use of blockchain technology, perhaps in like in identity and transparency. And then across the Atlantic, Ukrainian parliaments this week passed a bill to regulate and legalize cryptocurrencies. Now, the bill just needs the president's signature, and it's a law. Now, there are some differences in Ukraine versus what we have in El Salvador. So the first one is, like, unlike in El Salvador's law, the bill in Ukraine does not put cryptocurrency on the same legal footing as a national currency. And additionally, you know, the government in Ukraine uh, is not limited to Bitcoin, nor is the government invested in ruling out like the infrastructure, like the digital wallet or the or the ATMs that are required. So it's it's basically more business push in, in Ukraine, whereas it's a bit more government hands-on in El Salvador. And the fourth story one is a bit odd. It comes from the UK, the land of the Queen. And the British post office is basically now enabling people to buy Bitcoin. Such, such an odd thing. But, you know, I had to read this headline like multiple times before it registered in my brain. Um, beginning of next week, 
British citizens would be able to purchase Bitcoin through the post office. Now, I guess it's really not the post office of our grandparents' generation, right? Like, my brain is really tickled by this union of strange bedfellows. Anyway, it turns out that the process isn't so smooth. So the way it works is this, like verified users of the post office's app, they can now click through to Dex Swarm, which is like a place where you can get Bitcoin. And at Dex Swarm, they can basically purchase vouchers that can be redeemed for cryptocurrencies. So I'm really curious to see how much uptake this scheme has. I wonder if the goal was just to get more people to sign up to the post office's app. Um, but over in the UK, some politicians have come out saying, you know, what's going on, asking questions. So let's see if this thing actually is con able to continue to be in operation. That's all I have for this week. I hope you have a delightful week ahead. Bye for now.